0: Hello. Welcome. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're having a fantastic day whenever you're listening to this. A great morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it may be. I hope you're doing very well. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I think everyone experiences and I think it is difficult for everyone to acknowledge. It's definitely been difficult for me In the past, and probably still in the present from time to time, but yeah, what I wanted to talk about was the act of admitting when you're wrong. When you're wrong about something small, when you're wrong about something larger in life, whatever it is, when you have to sit yourself down, not just admit to yourself that you were wrong about something, but then to go to someone else whether it's your significant other, if it's a group of friends, a coworker, your neighbor, whoever it might be, to then go to them and say, hey, I was wrong. The act of doing that can be so difficult for people. And that's what I wanted to talk about, kind of why it's difficult Why people don't want to admit they're wrong, why it takes some people such a long time to do so, why some people never do it. Because I think it's very interesting the kind of pressure that we can put on ourselves, and then also the way we react when other people are coming to us and saying, Hey, I was wrong. And then how we, on the receiving end, take that information and what we do with it, how we act, how we feel. And it's kind of just a negative thing, I feel like, when it comes to having to admit that you're wrong. Admitting you're wrong is not a negative thing. That's kind of what I'm going to be talking about. But just the way everyone reacts in those situations can honestly be one of my biggest pet peeves and why I have had trouble with it and why I think so many people get annoyed about it. So with admitting that you're wrong, like I said, it can either be a small thing or it can be a more serious thing in life. So a smaller thing would be like, oh, hey, friend, I actually, okay, wait. That's one of my <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves. I guess if you're talking to a friend and you call them friend, that's fine. But if you're talking to a random person or your employees, your coworkers, and you say, Hi friends, that's one of my pet peeves. I can't do it. So let me let me rephrase that. Let's use Janet. Okay, I'm gonna use the the name Janet for this. Hey, Janet, just wanted to let you know you were so right. Turns out that sushi restaurant actually is incredible. And I was, you know, judging a book by its cover. You know, it's a little hole in the wall place. But I went there last night. Turns out it's incredible. And I was wrong. And you were right. Okay, that's a very small thing. That's not something that really matters in the grand scheme of life. And so those confessions are a lot easier than the larger ones. And a larger one would be something like, Hey, Janet, um, I know like six months ago you told me that the relationship that I was in with my boyfriend was not good and he was not a good person and I got really pissed off at you. So I haven't spoken to you in a really long time. Um, Turns out you were right and I was wrong the entire time. So yeah, that's that. Hope you're doing well. Call me back. That's one of those situations that can be very difficult to actually admit. It might be easy to admit to yourself because you can have whatever thoughts you want. In your head, you don't have to say anything out loud if you don't want to. So, admitting it to yourself, I think, is easier than admitting it to other people. Because when you admit that you were wrong to someone else, even if it's just one person, that can hurt your ego. And if you have such a massive ego, To where you always want to be right. You always think you're right. You think you're perfect. You think you have all of the answers. And then, uh uh-oh, turns out on this one particular situation, you were wrong. Admitting that to someone else is admitting you're not perfect. When you've given off the facade of being the best person in the world for so long, it can really hurt someone's ego, to admit to a friend that they were wrong and it might sound crazy it might be like okay well that's their problem um like if that's how they feel after coming to some simple realization that everyone's been telling them for so long and they finally agree and it hurts their ego so much to even admit it then that's their problem and i don't even want to be friends with them in the first place I think there are so many people that have massive egos that you don't even realize. I think a lot of people in our lives are probably that way, and maybe they mask it because they keep all of those thoughts to themselves. They don't say any of those, you know, weird thought not weird thoughts, but like, They they don't want anyone to think they're full of themselves, but they are full of themselves, so they keep it all inside. And I think a lot more people do that than we probably think. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm just being crazy. But because admitting you're wrong is so difficult, I think that that might be the case. This is just an idea that I've been thinking about. And I don't know. It might be true. It might not. Maybe you're thinking the same thing, but that is what it is. And to give some personal examples, okay. So, with a smaller example of admitting a time that I was wrong, something that doesn't matter in life, you know, in the big picture, it really doesn't matter. But a smaller thing would be like for me, in my unpopular opinions episode on my podcast, I said that I think Taylor Swift is overrated. Now, I still don't love her music, okay? It's just not my style, which is fine. No one's gonna like everything. So her music isn't my personal style, but recently I've seen a handful of clips of Taylor Swift just on social media, from interviews, from award shows, whatever. And she really seems like the sweetest person in the world, like, her voice when she talks and her smile and, like, I don't know, the way she answers questions, the way she talks to fans and all of that stuff. She seems like such a sweet person. And then when I saw that, I felt bad for saying, like, oh, Taylor Swift's overrated. I don't get it. Like, whatever. Just because I don't like her music doesn't mean she isn't a great person and it doesn't mean millions and millions and millions and millions of other people don't love her music because she's the famous one, right? She's famous. She's rich. Good for her. So that would be a situation, a smaller situation where I can admit, hey, I was wrong about that. I was completely wrong moving forward. And then on a larger scale, one of the things in my past that I was so wrong about, so wrong. And it actually took me a while to admit to myself as well that I was wrong, that, you know, I could have put an end to it if I wanted to, but I just kept going along with it. I was blindly following along with whatever this person told me, you know, whatever they did, I was just following along like a little sheep and I was not listening to my friends. I wasn't listening to my family. I thought I knew best. I was like, oh, you guys have no idea. You you have no idea what I'm feeling. Like, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Turns out, of course, I was wrong, right? Of course, this was years ago. But it was when I was with, obviously, my ex now. But at the time, I was with this guy And I started to put all of my attention into him, all of my time, all of my energy into that one dude. Stopped talking to my friends, stopped responding in the group chat, stopped making plans to hang out with them and have sleepovers and all of that. And then at one point, they texted me and they were like, hey, just to let you know, this isn't cool. We don't like this. This isn't nice. This isn't what friends do. Um, like, you know, and just to let you know, like, we're not going to be there when this goes south. Like, if you keep this up and after reading that, the guy that I was with at the time was sitting next to me when I got that message. So he also read it and immediately started feeding me information like, oh, they don't they don't really care about you if that's what they're saying. They have no idea like how we feel about each other. They don't know anything about love. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You are so right. Keep in mind, I was like 16, 17 years old. Okay. Awful, awful time. And so I never even responded to that message, I don't think. And then, of course, the relationship went south. He was obviously manipulative and absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, when that relationship ended, I didn't really have my friends and it sucked. And for a while, I was trying to make excuses of like, oh, like, how could I have seen this coming? Oh, poor me. I cannot believe it. What? That's crazy. And then eventually, I was like, okay, yeah, dude was psycho. I should have noticed it, especially since my friends and my family were telling me this for a while at that point. Um... And then I finally came to the realization of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I should have seen that coming. That was a mistake on my part for not getting out of it sooner. Um, was it my fault that any of it happened? No, because again, psycho. Um, I'm saying um a lot. I, I apologize for that because that's annoying to listen to. But yeah, so it was hard for me to really sit myself down and be like, okay, I don't want this to happen again. I don't want to be manipulated like that again. I need to put my foot down. I need to be more stern. I need to not let someone take advantage of me like that because that's just ridiculous. Now, by the time I really realized that, I was already leaving high school and going to a completely different school than any of my friends. Okay, literally no one went to the same college. No one was living together, nothing like that. And so I was like, well, they, they don't, they hate me. And for, you know, rightfully so. Okay. And we're all going our separate ways. I don't know, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just go on with my life. And I've literally never reached out to them and said, hey, I'm sorry. I was awful. Like I was a bad friend. And I didn't realize it until now. But I'm sorry. Because I was already moving on with my life. So were they. So that's one of the situations where it's hard to admit when you're wrong, because it can be embarrassing. And I'm going to go in to this part now of why it is actually so difficult to admit when you're wrong whether it's something small like you know if your friend tells you the certain food is good and you completely deny it and then you try it eventually and it's like oh yeah that's the best thing ever that's a small thing but then big things in life like relationships and jobs and things that actually can affect you and other people they can both like both ends of that spectrum can be hard to admit when you're wrong, and I'm going to go into exactly why. So the act of admitting when you're wrong can really be embarrassing, especially when you have made such a strong case for yourself or you think it's a strong case, right? And it's all you've talked about, you've sworn up and down that you're right, and then all of a sudden, whoops, you're actually wrong. It can be truly embarrassing to admit that and to look yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, you were wrong. That's, that's pretty embarrassing. And the reason it's embarrassing is because whoever you're going to admit that to, especially if you've been swearing up and down that you are right, whether it's a friend, significant other, a whole group of people, whatever it is, It's embarrassing because usually that other person or those other people that you are talking to, they are going to rub it in your face until you break down, until you are just truly pissed off. And that's not good for anyone. So when you finally work up the courage to admit that you were wrong about something and the other person immediately throws that in your face, it's just aggravating Because clearly you have taken the time to think for yourself. You've sat yourself down. You've already admitted it to yourself. And now you're standing in front of your friends and you're like, hey, I was wrong. And they automatically start throwing out the I told you so's and that's what I've been saying this whole time. Like, are you joking? You're just now realizing that? And things like that. And when they throw that in your face, it makes you never want to admit you're wrong again. Because it just makes you feel like crap. And I'm not perfect with this. I have definitely thrown out I've told you so's so many times, okay? We all have throughout our lives. But I feel like if we can just keep those internal thoughts to ourselves, and by internal thoughts, I mean the I told you so's and all of that. If we can keep that to ourselves when someone is standing in front of us, clearly being vulnerable, clearly admitting they're wrong, which means, again, they've already taken the time to admit that to themselves. They've already thought about it. They've already analyzed what they need to analyze. And the final step is to come to us and let us know that they've changed their mind. They changed their opinion. They were wrong. If we can just keep that I told you so to ourselves, then maybe the people in your life would open up to you more and be more comfortable to share things around you. Because if they come to you with something big, like their relationship that just ended, and they're telling you, you know, they were wrong, you were right, I should have listened, I'm so sorry, all of that. If you immediately get happy that they were wrong, and you show them that they, like, y- you know what I'm saying? When they're, like, jumping up and down and they're like, ha ha ha, I, I told you, that's what I've been saying all along. Can't believe it took you this long to realize it. Like, oh my god, you have no idea what I've been thinking this whole time. This is just crazy. That, that would, mm-mm. If I were the person on the receiving end of that, I would just shut down, I'd be like, okay, thanks for reminding me why it took me so long to admit to you that I was wrong. Thanks for reminding me that I should probably never tell you anything personal again because this is just annoying. This is pissing me off. And then, you know, they don't have to jump up and down and clap their hands and get excited. They could also sit there and just, like, roll their eyes and go, yeah, that's literally what I said. Like, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. I know I was right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't have to tell me twice. I already know. That's also annoying. They could sit there and have this cool, calm, and collected face going on. This whole attitude of like, yep, already knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes me want to punch them in the face. I won't actually do that. But it's very aggravating. When you can't just express your thoughts to someone without them throwing it back in your face. It's annoying. And again, I am not perfect with this. This is really something that I'm telling myself to work on almost. Like, if someone comes to me, we're not going to get into politics or anything like that, okay? But like, say you and your best friend have different political opinions and you're on different sides and all of that. And then your friend comes to you and says, hey, like, I've, I've been really doing my research and really looking at the real world and I've kind of changed my opinion. Like, maybe this isn't the best situation. If your immediate reaction is to laugh and point fingers and jump up and down and all of that, they are probably going to flip their opinion right back and not want to talk to you again. But if your reaction is, oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm glad you did research. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, Yeah, cool. Like, do you want to, like, what, what are your other thoughts on it? They would probably continue to talk to you and then you guys could talk about it together and you can have an adult conversation. And that's fun when you're able to sit down with someone and talk like adults without rolling your eyes, without pointing fingers, Without saying, you know, he said, she said, all of that. Like, oh, well, I saw this tweet and this person did that. And so how dare you vote for them? It's like, okay, I'm, I really cannot have a conversation with you. If we're not going to talk like realistic adults where you voice your opinion, I voice my opinion, and then that's that pointing fingers, getting mad at someone. I'm, I'm about to get into this, actually, when you get annoyed at someone for not having the same opinion as you about something. It's just not fun and it's not a very welcoming feeling when you don't feel comfortable talking to someone about your opinions and about what's going on in your mind. I don't know if this makes any sense. Every time I make an episode, I'm, I just ramble and it's, I really don't know if it makes sense, I hope it does, but it really is just a pet peeve of mine when you personally are opening up in a nice and calm way while you're admitting that you're wrong, and then the other person just throws it in your face and tells you, I told you so, that's what I've been saying this whole time, ha ha ha, I knew it, and then you just sit there and you're like, yeah, I know you told me so. That's why I'm letting you know that I was wrong and you were right. Hence, I'm well aware that you told me so. There's no reason for you to continue to say that and I will probably never tell you anything again. So that's why it's really honestly embarrassing to admit when you're wrong. It's not necessarily how it makes you feel Personally, because like I said, it's easier to admit that you're wrong to yourself than it is to other people. Because when you admit it to yourself, you can realize it, you can learn from it, and then you can move on. But when people continue to throw it in your face and bring it up in conversation, that's not moving on. That's just constantly thinking about it. Constantly throwing it in your face. And that's not beneficial to literally anyone because the other person is wasting their time and their energy and their emotions on thinking about what your opinion is and how you were wrong. Like, isn't that funny? They're literally wasting their time instead of focusing on themselves, instead of completing the work that they need to complete, instead of going to the gym, instead of hanging out with their friends instead of going grocery shopping. Instead, they're sitting there laughing that you were wrong. It's very weird, but everyone has done that from time to time. And so, you can't necessarily just hate someone because of the way they reacted when you told them you were wrong. And also, it depends on the situation. If someone cheats on you, And you break up with them. You get pissed off at them. How dare they? Absolutely ridiculous. And then, like, months later, they come back to you and they're like, I was wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was so wrong. That's a perfect time to rub it in their face. That is completely justifiable if you want to rub that in their face in situations like that. But like I said, with little things in life and then with your friends... When you're like, hey, you were right, this dude was a jerk, I was wrong. That's not a time to rub it in their face. That's just a time to say, That's awesome, I'm glad you think that way. Come in, give me a hug. We're good. Let's go get a coffee. Let's go to Target. I'm so glad that you're happy. As long like as long as you're happy, I'm happy. You know? So yeah. That's that's why it's embarrassing. That's why it hurts egos is because of how the other people react, in all honesty. And with all of that being said, even though it can be very embarrassing at times to admit to other people when you're wrong in a situation, it is still very important to do it. And maybe it'll help you realize who your true friends are. If they do nothing but throw things in your face... Every time you want to talk about something more serious, they're probably not the friends for you, and that is okay. That's part of life. As you go through, you know, the different stages of life, you're going to gain friends, you're going to lose friends, you're going to have some arguments here and there. That is just part of life, and that is okay. But it is still very important to admit, especially at least to yourself, When you are wrong about something, in order to learn from it, in order to grow afterwards, and then just to move on from it. Because a lot of times, if you don't admit to yourself that you are wrong, and if you don't get that off of your chest, and by getting it off of your chest, you probably would want to talk to someone else about it, aside from just yourself in your own head. Maybe you want to journal about it maybe you want to talk about it in a podcast episode. Look at that. Okay, this is like an, this is like a a physical, I guess journals are already physical. I don't know. This is, my podcast is kind of like my journaling, right? My venting. This is a venting session. But yeah, being able to get it off your chest is how you are then able to grow and learn from it and then move on. Because if you don't, get it off of your chest. It's just going to be in the back of your head all the time. You're going to be trying to fall asleep on a random Wednesday. And the way you reacted to a situation two years ago is going to keep you up at night. And you're like, oh, should I have said that? I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have acted that way. That person still hates me because of that one night. Huh, that's not good. Whereas if you can sit yourself down and say, hey, I was wrong and then you can call that person up and be like, hey, I was wrong, then maybe you can sleep better at night. That's, that sounds very deep, like, how do you sleep at night? How dare you? That's not, I'm not trying to make it sound all serious, because again, if it's a super serious situation, like, he cheated on you, and then he comes back and tells you he was wrong, and oh, oh no, I'm so sorry, I made a big mistake. It that. Please throw it in his face. Please. Or her face. Okay? Men and women cheat. Okay? It's not just men. Throw it in their face all you want in that situation. But with the other things, literally no one is right about everything. My last podcast, I talked about how nobody's perfect. It is so true that no one, no one can be right about everything And it is completely normal to be wrong from time to time. And it should be okay to admit that. Obviously, on the outside looking in, it's so easy to say, just talk to your friends. Just talk to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your parents. Just sit them down. Tell them what you've been thinking. Tell them you were wrong. And then you can begin to move on. That is so much easier said than done, of course. But I don't know. I just think it's so important to realize on a personal level that it is so normal to be wrong. And if you go to that person in your life that you want to admit that you were wrong to, and all they do is throw it in your face, that is basically like a blessing in disguise. That is telling you, okay, this person clearly doesn't have my best interests at heart because they just care about themselves being right. They care about rubbing it in my face. They care about making me feel bad about something that I've already come to terms with, that I'm trying to move past. This just might not be working out. Let's, let's move on. If we can all just realize it's okay to be wrong about some things. Again, this is all relative, okay? About some things. It's okay to be wrong, and it should be okay to admit that without having to be embarrassed for, like, weeks after the conversation happens. Ugh. Ugh. It bothers me so much when that happens. Ugh. I've already explained it, so I don't need to get back into it. But if you can discuss things like adults like everything is just so much easier. This goes for so many things in life, not just admitting you're wrong, just in general, being able to talk about your feelings, being able to talk face to face where while the other person is talking, you're listening. While you're talking, the other person is listening. And then you can kind of go back and forth with different ideas, different feelings, different reasonings, And then you can kind of come to a conclusion. You can kind of come to a point, you know, maybe some compromise. Maybe throughout this conversation, one of you is going to realize, "Ah, crap, I was wrong. The points they're making right now, they make a lot of sense. I didn't think about that before. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe I was wrong. If you are then able to admit that and be like, you know what? You're right. The points you just made... Those are good points. You were right. Conversation over. That's that. Again, I can have a hard time with this. Because once you have already talked for so long about why you think you are right, to then change your opinion in like two minutes after hearing the other person's point of view, that can be hard okay? it That's that's what this podcast is about, <laughs> like this episode. I'm just like, yeah, that that's difficult. And so I think we can all work on it to an extent, especially if it's for small things, okay? But if the other person is going to work on being able to admit that they're wrong, then you also need to work on not rubbing it in their face, not getting so happy that they're wrong and you're right. Because then the cycle is just going to continue. The communication's going to go downhill fast. And it's just not going to be fun. It's really not. And all of this being said, there are still going to be people that will never admit that they're wrong. It doesn't matter what it's about. It could be there are literally people this is this is like gaslighting basically there are people that will swear like oh the sky it's purple it's not blue the sky is purple and you could stand there and be like no okay I don't know if there's actually people like this but this is an example they could literally stand there yep the sky it's a beautiful purple a nice light shade I love purple such a pretty sky and you could stand there next to them looking up at the exact same spot and you're like, "Oh, that's blue. The sky is blue. It always has been. It always will be. The sky is blue." And they could stay like they could stand there and just continue to say, "Nope, it's purple. It's purple. It's purple." And that is kind of, well, I guess it gets into gaslighting when you start to believe what they're saying when they say things so often, things that are so not true. They're fake. Things that are just flat out wrong, it starts to get into the gaslighting territory when they start to make you believe that. And then you start to feel like you're crazy. And, you know, all of that. That could be a whole other episode. But there are people that have such large egos that they will not admit they're wrong. Those are not people that have fun adult conversations. Now, there are a lot of people also that think everyone else has a big ego, and they don't. And the reason no one sees what they see is because everyone else is wrong, and they're right. Everyone else has such a big ego that they can't admit that I am right about this. You know, it, again, I'm not going to get into politics, but this has a lot to do with politics, okay? Like I said, there's a lot of people on social media, that will have things in their Instagram bios that say, you know, love all, be kind to all, accept all. And then one person has a different political opinion than them. And everything goes out the window. And it's like, oh, you're wrong. How dare you? (laughs) You're not welcome here. You know, you should go hurt yourself. And you're the scum of the earth. How dare you? Ugh. It's just ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. If we can literally just all realize no one is right about every single thing that they say, about everything that goes on in the world, no one is right about everything, and if someone comes to you or if someone publicly admits, hey, I was wrong, it shouldn't be a whole uproar of pointing fingers and laughing and placing blame on someone and making it just a massive deal because if both parties can just sit down and say, okay, I was wrong or, you know, I was wrong, you were right. I was right, you were wrong, something like that. If you can just accept it within, like, one quick conversation and move on, I think things would be a lot less stressful. Things would be a lot easier. Again, this doesn't go for everything. There are some situations where if someone is wrong, they need to be told multiple times, like, you suck. You suck. Okay? Again, those are those, like, cheating instances. There's a lot of stuff going on in the media of all of these people that have cheated on their wives and all of that, those people, yeah, they can be told multiple times for the rest of their life, like, yeah, you suck. You suck. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe you feel the same way as me when it comes to this. Maybe you don't. And that is okay. Having different opinions is okay. Not agreeing on something that someone says, that is okay. As long as you take it like an adult, you handle it like an adult, you talk about it like an adult, and it's not turned into something that it doesn't need to be, okay? I don't know if I stayed on track at all for this episode. I really just wanted to talk about how when you want to admit that you're wrong about something, it can honestly just be embarrassing because of the way other people react, okay? Like, can you imagine if someone, like, in politics, like, if someone of power came forward and said, hey, I know you all voted for me. Um, turns out I was wrong about this. I've done a lot more th- research. I've thought a lot more about it. Turns out I was wrong, um, and I am going to take the steps to make it right. I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. And by this time, this will be what's happening. Like, whatever it is. Oh, my God. The press would have a field day with stuff like that. Which I understand. I understand. Like, okay. I am um, <laughs> i don't want to say too much about politics. So, I'm. I'm just going to shut up about that. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean, okay? If someone admits they're wrong, just nod your head. Be like, okay, thanks for sharing that with me. Awesome. I'm, you know, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Then move on. And just do that when someone comes to you with something like this, okay? Don't make it something it's not. Don't make someone feel embarrassed. Don't make the person literally never want to talk to you again. Because that would suck for both of you. So yeah, that was today's episode on admitting when you're wrong. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made sense. I hope I don't sound like a crazy person. If I do, maybe someday I will admit, hey, I was wrong about that. Who knows? You can change your opinion. That's another thing. You are allowed to change your opinion. I don't know if I talked about that. You are allowed to do research throughout your life, to experience new things, to go through different situations that you never thought you would, and then to change your opinion. That's also normal. You are allowed to think about different things and to have a different mindset through all of the different stages of your life. Because as a kid, you're going to think differently than as you're a teenager And then when you're a young adult, you're going to look back on your teenage years and be like, that is a completely different person. What the hell was I doing? What was I thinking? And then you're going to probably think the same thing when you're in your 30s and then your 40s and 50s and 60s. And throughout your entire life, you will change your opinion on things. And that is completely okay. So if we can normalize that, okay, doing research and changing opinions And then if we can also normalize being able to admit that to the people in our lives and then normalize not throwing it in someone's face and throwing out all these I told you so's, there would probably be so many more conversations happening. There would be so many more steps being taken in people's personal lives to better themselves than what people are currently doing just because it's literally embarrassing with the way people will react to things now. So yeah, as long as you can admit it to yourself, then that's really what's important because it doesn't matter what other people think of you in the grand scheme of life, of course. So if you can admit it to yourself, then you're doing really good. And I think that's a really good first step to try and take if this is something you struggle with. To be able to sit yourself down and literally you don't have to write it down. You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to look at yourself in the mirror and say it. You can just sit in your room and talk about it in your head and be like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. That's a good step if you want to move past certain things. If you want to move forward with your life and kind of change your mindset and grow and learn. Ugh. It's something that we've all experienced. It's something we're all currently experiencing. Just like I said, every stage of life, you're gonna have new opinions. You're gonna change your mind. It could be every two weeks you change your mind about something. It's different for everyone. Some people are going to take longer than others. Some people will never admit it out loud that they've changed their mind, that they've changed their opinion, and that is okay. As long as you can admit it to yourself... As long as it's not hurting someone else, you know, if you truly do need to talk to your friends about it to make sure things are okay, to make sure everyone's happy, go for it. But yeah, I think it's an important thing to think about. It's important to admit it, okay, once you realize that, hey, maybe I do need to work on this. Okay, great. Next step, admitting it in your head to yourself just in the comfort of your own home and then if you want to move forward admit it to your friend admit it to one other person that you feel super comfortable with and then you can really just go through life in a much easier way you can be more comfortable and you can just be happier overall when you admit your wrongs i think that's a good place to end it i think i got it off my chest not really off my chest. It's not this isn't something that's been bothering me. This is just something that I've thought about where it's like, yeah, I think a lot of people experience this. I think some people struggle with this. I want to talk about it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I hope that you have been having a great fall so far that you're getting excited for Halloween. Oh my goodness. I'm really excited for Halloween and then Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Ugh, it's so fun. I hope you are doing great and I will see you next week. Bye.